And now on this episode of Miami Miked Up, we welcomed him back to Miami this offseason, and now we welcome him into his very first episode of Miami Miked Up. It's Jay Rich, Josh Richardson. Josh, thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, I'm going to start with you with the first question we ask everybody here, which is, outside of basketball, outside of work, what is something recently that's brought you joy? Uh, recently, uh, I actually did a DJ gig at Art Basel at the Sagamore Hotel on South Beach. That brought me a lot of joy. I saw that. I was going to ask you a little bit about that. When did you get into DJing? Like, How did that become a, a passion of yours with music? Uh, I started teaching myself probably like six years ago. And um, it's kind of just been like slowly growing from there, honestly. I know you're someone who you're trained in classical piano, right? I, I believe I read that somewhere that, that you played a little bit of piano. I know Duncan picked that up during the pandemic. So I'm wondering, you know, you guys ever exchange notes or talk about starting a Miami Heat band? I know Kevin Love's related to a Beach Boy. So can we get something uh, going there? I don't know. I'm not very good at the piano anymore. But, um, you know, I did, I did play for like five years when I was younger. And I mean, if Duncan picked it up recently, he's probably better than me right now. <laughs> well, well. speaking of things that have brought you joy, I know you're full of it to be back here in Miami. You know, you started your career here. Um, you had relationships here. So how good does it feel to be back in Miami playing for Coach Spo, this organization? Um, and does this sort of feel like home for you? Uh, yeah, it's nice. Um, you know, it's nice to be able to play where you're comfortable at. Um, you know, I, I had a good time these last few years moving around, you know, getting to see different cities, play on different teams. And you know, it's cool to just be able to come back and, and compete with these guys. Um, majority of my adult life was spent here. You know, my first four years, um, I still live here every summer. So just, just coming back to be here every day with the guys once again and around my friends and everything, it's been nice. Well, I know you and Bam have had a very close relationship for a long time. It was awesome seeing you in, in your first game back, sort of lifting him up off the floor, although you said you needed to call for a little bit of backup. But can you speak to sort of what it feels like to be back with him and the friendship that you guys have? Yeah, it's dope. Um, you know, as soon as he stepped in into the lines his rookie year, it was kind of like me, him, and Justice were like right there. And then, you know, Jordan Mickey came and he fit right in with us too. So, um, we we keep in contact over all these years, you know what I'm saying? So nothing's changed. So, um, you know, he was part of the process of me coming back. And, and so now that I'm back and, you know, every day, it's been nice. It's been a good process. You know, we're locker mates. Um, you know, we collaborate on the court and practice on the games a lot. So, yeah, it's been cool for sure. Well, you're someone who also was a four-year college player. So I imagine you can speak to why this adjustment for Jaime Jaquez Jr. also as a four-year college player has been so smooth in this transition in the NBA. You know, we saw it with you having success early as a rookie. How valuable is it still in this day and age to play four years in college basketball? Yeah, I mean, Jaime coming in, he's, his body's NBA ready. He's got four years of playing in big games, you know, playing the NCAA tournament, which is super high-pressure games, you know what I'm saying? Some of these guys coming into the league have never experienced that. And so I think that that adds a lot of notches to his belt. Um, you know, he's he plays very mature already. He's had an offense ran through him for the last four years of his career. So I think it's been a great adjustment for him, and he's, he's helped us win games. Absolutely. You know, he's been strong right from the gate. You know, I know you're someone who who prides yourself on being a great defender. A lot of really great defenders on this team. So I'm going to ask you, who is the best perimeter defender on the Miami Heat? Probably Bam, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the place at? 
Bam's probably our best. You know what I'm saying? You got to get one stop, just to send Bam at him. And, you know, I, honestly, in the NBA, I think he's probably the best defender in the NBA. One through five. Yeah, I know he's he's someone who's incredibly versatile, and hopefully he gets his opportunity to uh, get some of that that praise this offseason with that Defensive Player of the Year. All right, I know you're also uh, a huge Arsenal fan, so I would ask you, what is the most important thing in your life that you would be willing to give up in an exchange for a Premier League or Champions League title for Arsenal? Wow. I'll, I'll probably give one of my cars up for that. <laughs> I'll probably give a car up for a Premier League. Yeah, I would. I like that. I like that as the answer. Yeah, give up one of those. Uh, I know when you were in school, you got your degree in psychology. So I wonder, is that something that as you've gone through sort of the ups and downs of playing in the NBA, you know, and it, whether it's the ups and downs of a singular game, a singular season in your career, you think that's something that sort of helped you mentally, you know, going into this? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, studying the brain, studying how it works and, and just emotions and everything has been big for me and kind of my open-mindedness you know what I'm saying? I've been to therapy about some things and you know I think that's very important you know what I'm saying I don't think people should be you know ashamed to go to that or speak about it you know what I'm saying it's I think it's a big help and uh <clears throat> yeah just being realistic about a lot of situations and keeping myself grounded has been has been very important after you know all the moves well, I know you're not the only guy on this team that has been so open about stuff like that, right? Duncan Robinson has, has spoken about the ups and downs mentally. Obviously, Kevin Love was one of the first NBA players to speak sort of about panic attacks and stuff. So do you guys as a team ever have these conversations about being that open-minded, level-headed type of guy? Uh, I mean, not like purposely, like directly about it, but I mean, maybe sometimes it's like mindsets or, you know, just just keep your mental stability definitely comes up like organically in conversation, but we never like sat down and been like, yo, we need to talk about this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. All right. If you had to give an impromptu Ted talk on any topic in the world, what would that topic be? What comes to mind? Mm, I'll probably go talk on better and stuff. Um, you know, it might be general, but, um, I was going to get into it, you know, I would start with like, how are you going to approach it? Um, you know, being, being honest with yourself is a big thing. A lot of people aren't, aren't honest about a lot of things. And so they don't have growth. They don't know how to grow and, and really broaden their horizons. And, and uh, I think me myself, I have, <laughs> I have my issues, but you know, I'm, I'm, I don't take myself like too seriously to not be able to try and, try and better myself or, or, or try to, you know what I'm saying, grow in some way. So I'd start there and then I'd go, you know, pick your face, pick your aspect of what you want to do and, and how to attack it, making a plan, and then just really execute. I think that's that would be great. I'd definitely be willing to listen to it. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> all right, top three famous people that would get an invite to your dinner party? Uh, Don Glover, Pharrell Williams. And uh, maybe Shannon Sharp. I like you had the, you had the first two right off the top. You had the first two right off the top. I had to think about the third. Those are my favorite two people on the planet. Those are two great. I mean, those are two great places to start. I would. I just want to pick Donald Glover's mind. Like that guy's a genius, creative yeah. genius. Um, yeah. have, have you ever met him or no? No, I haven't. All right, I, we got to get I, him to a Heat game the next time he's in Miami. That's what we got to make happen.
Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll put the, we'll put that clip out on social so we can see if we can get them there. Uh, for you, are you going to be, would you prefer to be two hours early to something or 20 minutes late? 20 minutes late. Uh, these will go rapid fire. Last time you tried something for the first time and what was it? Probably um, uh, Escargo in Paris. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, favorite TV show or movie? Black Mirror. What is your best concert experience? Uh, Coldplay at the at the Rock Stadium with all the crazy lights and everything. I've heard they put on an amazing show. Yeah, I cried a little. Oh, that's a that's amazing. <laughs> your your go to pregame meal? Uh, a turkey club sandwich with beef bacon, not uh, pork. It sounds exactly like what I would do. Something people might be surprised to know about you. Um. I'm probably the best FIFA player you've spoken to this week. And would you rather explore the, if you knew you were going to be safe, would you rather explore the depths of the ocean or outer space in another planet? Uh, outer space. Outer space. All right, Josh, I'm going to let you go. We had our 10 minutes together. This was fun. I feel like I learned a lot about you in this time. Uh, Jay Rich, Josh Richardson, good luck the rest of the season, and thank you for spending some time with me on Miami Mic'd Up. Appreciate it.